Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, we got a doozy today. Yes. Uh, this, this, as a pairing with our last episode, uh, this is either the third or fourth, depending yes. on who you believe. Yes. Uh, including Dan Harmon himself yes. on the commentary for this episode. True. Uh, but this episode is in the third season. It's either the third or fourth episode, yeah. and it's called Remedial, Remedial Chaos, Chaos Theory. Theory. Uh, special thanks to Alex Moshina, by the way, of Slacktrid.com. That's S-L-A-C-K-T-O-R-Y.com. He did our theme song, and he's a great American. Um, uh, this episode was written by Chris McKenna. Yeah. And uh, the the credited director mm-hmm. is Jeff Melman. Yeah. Uh, but in the commentary, they also mentioned that there were perhaps multiple directors. Yes. Uh, uh, someone. Uh, they I also believe... mentioned that Megan Gans helped a lot with the writing as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and that she's a she's a big uh, Brita, Brita voice. Brita booster. Yeah. Yeah. So, which uh, I think this episode has it's good Brita. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I will say, and we, I, I think I've, I don't know if I've said it before officially on the podcast. This mm-hmm. is definitely my favorite episode of Community. Uh, one of I'm going to say maybe even my favorite half hour of television of all time. Mm. Uh, although it's not quite a half hour, it's uh, this is a weirdly short episode. This one, it's huh. like uh, you know, I don't know, like ten minutes. This, talk, this episode, they talked about editing a lot in the commentary yeah. too. Hmm. Got to get it down. We'll see. Uh, so what, episode starts. Yeah, what? episode starts. Oh, the overview, if mm-hmm. you need one, as yeah. if I believe this is perhaps the most famous episode of Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the overview is that uh, Troy and Abed have a housewarming party. Yep. Uh, they try to play Yahtzee, mm-hmm. and then there's pizza. Yes. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the story. It's really simple. Um, <clears throat> so it starts out on a shot of the door. Yep. Which is three oh three, and there's a little bit of uh, sort of. Uh, voiceover dialogue here Britta talking to Annie saying I thought it was 304 no I checked twice 303 yeah little fun meta reference to the numbering of the episode good stuff uh they get in Troy and Abed are smiling very big like sort of like uh like like, <laughs> like when a child smiles for a photograph like you know an overly enthusiastic child smiles mm-hmm. for a photograph or or I would even compare it now to the uh those uh disturbing robots in Tomorrowland mm. you've seen Tomorrowland I have seen Tomorrowland. they have that crazy big smile it's true uh, they've got ascots. Yeah, they got suits. They're they're complimented mm-hmm. on on their look, yeah. and uh, they say that they've read a book. Yes. Uh, and rule number one: dress to impress. Rule number two: avoid touchy subjects like the Negro problem. <laughs> to which then Troy says, "The book's from the '40s." Yeah, the book was written in the '40s. That was an appropriate <laughs> thing to say back then. Yeah. Um, then uh, they notice that Shirley's already there, yep. uh, to which Abed says, very strange, Shirley got here three hours early. I thought they said she showed up at 3 p.m. Oh, maybe you're right. 
You're probably right. Whatever it was, way too early. Yeah. We both agree a three was involved. Yeah. And she's baking. Yes. Lots of baking. Yeah. And we'll see what she's baking in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Annie says, hey, uh, there was this brick in your door. Uh, Without that, anyone could walk into the apartment building. Mm -hmm. To which uh, Troy says, like any of our guests. Yeah. (laughs) And he has to go put it back. That's a similar problem encountered at your apartment building, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a door situation. <laughs> Is uh, that universal that apartment they they have locks to, theoretically to keep burglars out, but the tenants always want them to be left open for guests? Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I uh, all I wrote down in my note here was brick because I recall in. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> the note singularity <laughs> yeah. is happening. Um, brick because it comes up what in season five sixty dollars are you thinking of that yeah that's not see that's later in season three friend really mm-hmm. that's a great gag that was my cover photo for a while was troy holding the brick and smiling <laughs> i love that so much yeah i love that the brick comes back yeah this is in community everything comes back yeah, including the brick connected hashtag <laughs> um so then uh, abed shows off his uh, replica of the boulder scene in raiders of the lost ark yep uh it's pretty sweet uh, mm-hmm. It's it's uh, I would describe it as super cool and sexy, super sexy cool, <laughs> yeah. which is also how Britta describes it, which Annie thinks is overselling it. Fun little exchange there. Now, uh, when the boulder rolls, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a recorded that sounds voice. like the name of like a novel or something. When the boulder rolls, <laughs> I'm working on it right now. Adios, it's, amigo. It's it says adios a tipo. Oh, is that what it says? That's the name of. I don't speak. Um, the character, I believe. Uh, uh, you don't speak subtitles. I don't speak Mandarin. <laughs> I, I, I have subtitles at all times. <laughs> um. And and I believe it's actually Abed That's recorded my, that himself. That is my belief as well. Yeah, he yeah. didn't record it from the film. Yeah, he recorded it, himself. It is my belief that, that is Abed recreating that line. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. And I'm someone who has done a whole podcast episode about that film, so mm-hmm. I would know. Good. Check out Bendy on Spielberg on the Bendy Network. <laughs> uh, um, Plugs are later. Yeah, that's right. So uh, then, uh, Tyler Shirley. Dings, Shirley says, pizza's ready. So <laughs> Java says, we ordered real pizza. And she says, well, I, uh, what's more real than homemade? I, Except. <laughs> well, yeah. She used, uh, she didn't have all the ingredients, so she used ketchup and cream cheese. Now, if you look at the, did you look at the pizza? I did look at the pizza. I took a look at that pizza. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fancy pizza that you'd get at one of those fancy places. I disagree. Where, but, one no, no, no. Have you seen one of those weird fancy pizzas saying. where they put like not a lot of cheese? They just put like a weird square cheese. cheese yeah yeah i don't i don't i'm not saying it looks good no. i'm saying i've seen that kind of pizza and it looks bad yeah it looks bad there, there, there looks is real bad some unidentified meat on it as well yeah um uh to which abed just responds again we ordered real pizza <laughs> and as dan Harmon mentioned in the commentary it, it seems like he's gonna murder Shirley. yeah there, at this point there was a, a cut joke uh yeah. they mentioned in the commentary about mm-hmm. Uh, how there's a there's a, there's a, a monologue or yeah, whatever where yeah. Abed goes up to Shirley and says, "Takes her aside. <laughs> you've 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 crossed me once. Yeah. You get three. Yeah. <laughs> and if you tell anyone I said this, I'll deny it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, 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 I wish they had at least filmed it, even so it would be on the DVD. But yeah. that was not meant to be. Uh, so then, uh, uh, Troy or Troy, uh, Annie and Britta kind of have to cool Abed down and back him away. Mm. Annie gives him a plant. Abed does a little bit where he pretends to bite the plant, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little spooky to Annie and Britta this, after what they've just seen. Uh, um, uh, Aren't you curious what Britta got? There's a present that Britta hands I am over, curious, and it's small. But we never see that. Maybe it's Awesome Mix Volume One. <laughs> hashtag it's all connected what so why would it be awesome Mix volume one? Oh, i'm sorry volume two no, that's the present no, in the film justify yourself why would it be because it's a small box awesome Mix volume it's a small two. present Ech. i was making a joke Ech. about a popular movie and then <laughs> troy 
comes up to the apartment with Jeff and Pierce. Oh, sure. And he says in some uh, pigeon French, he says Chez instead of Shay. <laughs> Trobed. Tro- yeah, tr- I believe he is saying Trobed. The, the subtitles mm-hmm. say speaking foreign language and is, and or made up language. And let you down. Because, well, yeah. Uh, a, it's clearly not a made up language. It's clearly just him literally, literally reading French. Uh, and the word well, Trobed. He, he said Casa, I thought. Oh, that's true. So it's French, a mixture. Yeah. They're all real words, just not pronounced correctly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, did it also say that Dean Sprex said it? Because I, I got some questions about your subtitles, Andrew. Hey, I uh, I mean, I'm not saying that I trust them 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially after that newspaper delivery line from season one. What are you saying? Season one? What are you saying? Where Abed said he, said he was on his roof or oh, something? Oh, yeah, the root versus roof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, so Pierce says, hey, this is, you know, nice. It's not as nice as a mansion. So didn't you used to live in a mansion with me? He's very, uh, passive aggressive with Troy. Because Troy, of course, to remind everyone, used to live with Pierce. And, uh, I, uh, oh, I wrote it down. He, he says to Troy, I had you removed from my portraits. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think anyone moves in has to keep, get put into the portraits. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. And I do think he was put in. I don't think, like, new portraits were commissioned. No. I, I think there were portraits that Troy was added to. Yeah. And then removed from when he left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that we both agree. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Jeff mentions he has to leave early because he got an invite to a super exclusive club that was that seems to be made just for him. Yeah. Which uh, Abed reveals was just made for him. Yeah. Uh, Abed made the invitation fake so that uh, Jeff would keep the evening free. He Do says you, you wrote down the name of the club. Yeah. So did I. Let's say it at the same time. Ready? Single malt platinum boobs and billiards club. <laughs> he says, "Oh, now that I've said it out loud, uh, yeah, <laughs> realize that it was fake." <laughs> oh, Jeff. Um. So Jeff is very upset. He's saddling into this night. He's consoling himself by uh, opening up Pierce's rum that he bought that is so strong it was banned in Serbia. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then um, when they sit down, they're, they're going to play Yahtzee. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a reveal where uh, Troy and Robin say, don't worry, we, we have something that I think is going to make you like this evening. And yeah. then Jeff says, it better not be charades. And they say, better Yahtzee. Uh, there's a part where Pierce calls it. Why don't you call it what it is? It's Puerto well, he, Rican yeah. chess. <laughs> yeah, he says it's Puerto Rican chess, and he, he says it from a perspective of like he's angry that uh, greedy corporations are repackaging, you know, <laughs> h- homespun part. games from his youth, games like Puerto Rican chess, which <laughs> they're now calling Yahtzee. Uh, that's pretty great. That's really great stuff. <clears throat> um, and then the pizzas here. Yeah, the real pizza. Yeah, the real pizza, <laughs> which they ordered. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, they they do the nose-goes thing to decide who gets it, but they all do it at the same time. Yep. Uh, so Jeff says, okay. Are oh. you surprised that Pierce was so quick on the nose-goes? Or do think you think he's been with them so long? That's what that that's... I think it is. I think, okay. I think the group is, is at this point synchronized to a point where they all know the nose-goes game. Because as streets ahead as Pierce is, yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be. I still think he'd be slow on nose-goes. I, I think that is because he's been with the group long enough. Yeah, they've it. they've combined their powers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Jeff says, okay, uh, I'm going to roll a die. Uh, starting to my left in one through six. You'll be number one through six. The number who comes up goes. Mm-hmm. So he rolls the die, and it lands on two. Yep. Which means Annie is going to get the pizza. Yep. Um, so she goes downstairs. Uh, Pierce finds a reason to mention that he banged her with a kitten in an airplane bathroom. That's super great, uh, which is, especially considering the last episode that we did. Yeah, uh, he, sort of, which was supposed to be a postscript, but in fact was a kind of great setup. Yeah, instead. and I like everyone's reaction to him saying it yeah. because I think it works in that same way that it could be like the tenth time he's told the story. Yeah, and that in other hypothetical times, any any time that someone brings up an airplane, yeah. or a bathroom, he's always looking for an excuse. He will look for a way to talk about banging Eartha Kit. Yeah. 
and this is perhaps my favorite line of community. I'm not going to lie. Okay. What, what, what Troy says here. <laughs> and what is that? He says, guys, what does a pregnancy test look like? <laughs> right. <laughs> then he reaches into Andy's Well, yeah, purse. then someone explains what that is. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, okay, well, this is definitely a gun. <laughs> uh, that is a great line. That's so funny to um, me. Yeah. Such a fake out. Such a crazy fake Interestingly out. Interestingly enough, by the way, one of my favorite lines, maybe my favorite line in community, is also uh, in an episode here. Oh, okay. So we'll get to that, too. Good. Uh, this is a proving this is a fucking great episode. Sure. Uh, but yeah, he pulls out the gun. Yeah. And he's got a gun. And he's got a gun. Yeah. And we're not singing. <laughs> no. We're telling the truth here. <laughs> She's got a gun. Uh, uh, tw- <laughs> Pierce calls it a pea shooter. A lady's pea shooter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Troy says, what are we going to do about this? Uh, Jeff says, I'm going to get a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a sign of Jeff's uh, alcoholism here, which is when, when confronted with a problem, mm-hmm. his answer is always, I'm going to get a drink. Yep. Um, and he already took a big swig of that Serbian rum. It's true. Who knows what other drinks he's going to try and find. <laughs> so he stands up, hits his head on the fan. Yeah. It hurts. Oh, before that, I, I, we should mention Roxanne has started to play. Yes. Uh, Britta started to sing along. Jeff shuts it down. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I, I need to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll see in a second. Is uh, She's doing some business in there. Yeah, uh, which I like to think. So Jeff shuts her down from Roxanne. Yeah. And, and she's like, ah, what a downer. I need something to. You need, I need to cope. <laughs> I need to cope. Which, in a, in a weird way, she's kind of mirroring Jeff here, which it, is her answer to everything is, is a little 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 visit to our, 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 our friend Puff the Magic Dragon. Sure. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a, in the commentary, they mentioned how there was an original idea that Jeff would be standing up because his phone is ringing. Yes. Which explains uh, the Dean's absence in this episode. Yeah, the Dean was supposed to be calling him on the phone to check in. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that a lot. Yeah. Wish it, I wish it was kept in. Well, you know, some things are not meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, Abed uh, has followed Bird to the bathroom. Well, he, he instead of just pointing at it, he like escorts her there. Yes. And then waits around. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he is Abed. <laughs> he is Abed. <laughs> um, and then he knows it smells weird. Yeah. Um, which he calls out and Britta points out fairly. That's quite rude to say to someone after, as they exit the bathroom. Yeah. Um, she says it's not dignified. And then the pizza's there. Mm-hmm. Annie comes up with the pizza yeah. and Britta <laughs> yeah. does the pizza dance. The pizza dance. The, the now famous pizza dance accompanied by the pizza song. Yep. Which we all know and love. It's pretty great. Is either one of us going to do it here? I'm not going to do it. Well, I don't do it justice. Pizza, pizza <laughs> in my tummy. Pizza, pizza. I think it's pizza. miso hungry. Yeah, miso hungry. Miso hungry is in there somewhere. It's at the end. Yeah, and it's pretty great. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then uh, Annie says the pizza guy was super creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeff says he was a pizza guy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, while eating the pizza, Abbott says, "I wonder what happened in all those timeline, all those other timelines." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's that's the end of the episode. Yep. Um, plugs. Your YouTube page. What's the point in reviewing frozen pizza? You're a Shut up, Leonard. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I heard about your prescription sauce. Right too. Shut up, Leonard. I know about your crooked wang. Come on, Leonard. Shut up. You smell like mentholiptus. Put on a bathing suit. Shut up, Leonard. There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother? I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. 
Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, special thanks to Alex Moshina of Slackdory.com, uh, who did our theme song and is a fantastic American. And this is a very special episode because depending on the way you count it, with our last episode, it's 303, 304. Who can say? Even Dan Harmon. There's some, there's some debate. Yeah. Uh, and this is so either the third or fourth episode, season three, Remedial, Remedial Chaos Theory, written by Chris McKenna, directed by Jeff Melman, and maybe others. Yeah. And this is a you know this is a this is a big episode for us because this is my favorite episode of Community, and perhaps even my favorite half hour of television of all time. Really great. This is a a, a really fantastic uh, showing. Although you know with commercials it's actually much shorter than a half hour. But I, mean, I mean this one is probably I, I mean I don't know it might even be just like five minutes long. This is a short one. <laughs> Um, so who can let's, say? Yeah, who can say? So let's talk it. Talk about this. Um, the episode starts with a, a, a die coming down from the from the, the heavens. Yep, and uh, lands on number four. It's a four. Yeah, uh, which is Jeff has counted off. It surely has to get up and get the pizza. Yeah, the uh, pizza has come, and, and and number four means Shirley has to go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, which means uh, as soon as Shirley leaves. Well, she says, "Don't please check on my pies." Oh, right. Uh, which uh, to which Jeff says, okay, remember, no one do anything about the pies. We all agree we're not going to eat the pies. We're not going to address the pies. <laughs> well, Jeff calls it a baking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff believes it surely has a baking problem. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they feel the only way to make her quit is by sort of forcing her to go cold turkey. Yeah. In a way. Pretty much. Um, the rest of the group is uneasy, but ultimately decide to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, uh, Pierce mm-hmm. uh, has a present for yes. Troy. Yes. Specifically for Troy. Yes. And uh, when he opens it. Well, before it, that even, we get, so Roxanne starts playing. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Jeff shuts it down. Yeah. Says, no, Brittany, you're not going to stick along. Mm-hmm. She goes to the bathroom. Pierce once again mentions his uh, tryst with Eartha Kitt in the airplane <laughs> bathroom. Um, and, then, and then Pierce has a gift for Troy. Yes. Uh, and Troy opens it up and is horrified to find a, a, a troll. Yeah. Torg. Torg. Yes. Torg Not named the in the episode, but in the commentary, he's named. It's like Salacious Crumb. It's one of those things where he's never named in the thing, and yet somehow the fans all know its name. Uh, trading cards. Is that where the fans That's do a Star Salacious? Wars. That's a Star Wars thing. Yeah. You, you know who it is. Huh? You know who Salacious Crumb yes. is? Yes. Okay, the little creature. Jabba's little mate. <laughs> yeah. Simon Pegg calls him in an episode <laughs> of uh, Spaced. I almost said in an episode of Friends. I don't know what's going on in my brain. Yeah, Simon um, Pegg was in Friends for all the seasons. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, here's what I'm going to say about Salacious Crumb. Mm, uh, uh, you know, the trading cards were a little before my time. I never had those trading cards. Mm. I don't remember where that knowledge came from, but I have just sort of always known that that guy is called Salacious Crumb. Yeah. And yet the fact that people call the Athorian in the cantina Hammerhead was lost on me. I never think of that guy as Hammerhead. The what? The Athorian, which is the, the sort of flat-headed alien that's in the cantina in the first oh. Star Wars film. He is known as Hammerhead, because he has kind of eye bulges, so it's kind of a hammer shape. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He is known as Hammerhead, and the action figure even calls him Hammerhead. Which is why, that's weird that there's an action figure of that character. Wow. Um, but it calls him Hammerhead, and that's one of the toys that Elliot has in E.T. That's why I know all this, because mm. I just talked about that on Ben View on Spielberg, in an episode that you'll hear next week. Ah, plugs are at the end. I, you know, if it comes up organically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but somehow I knew Sledge Crumb, did not know that that guy was called Hammerhead. Who can say where I'm, this knowledge came from? We're talking here today about Torg. What I'm going to say is I didn't know Torg until now. Did you know Torg before now? I knew, and then I forgot, and then I learned again on the commentary. Yeah, I'm going to say I never knew. Uh, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Great name. Yeah. Uh, and according to the commentary, Torg has a song, but they don't sing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's dirty, or maybe it's a secret. Perhaps. 
It's a secret song. The point is, Troy is very horrified at the sight of Tor. Uh, yeah, Pierce has given this gift uh, almost in a menacing way, I'd say. Mm. Well, no, I'd say exactly in a menacing way. Yeah. Uh, he knows that Troy doesn't like it, and uh, in fact, uh, he says that uh, he's it he was stationed outside of Troy's bedroom yes. when Troy lived with Pierce. Uh, uh, Jeff doesn't get why Troy is so freaked out. Mm. Troy says, it used to watch me sleep. <laughs> uh, and he says, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. Uh, and, and Jeff, because it's his answer to everything, says, I'm going to get a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, stands up, hits his head on the fan. Yep. Bummer. Um, and then, uh, why did I write down? Oh, I see what I wrote down. So, uh, my next note uh, yeah. is googly eyes. Well, I've got two notes before that. Do it. In that, uh, so Troy and Britta are, ha- are having a conversation about how it smells funny in the bathroom. Uh, she goes off on a pizza dance situation. She has a she she the pizza gets there and she dances very excited. Of course, it's a lot of fun. The pizza dance. We all love the pizza dance. Yep. pizza 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 <laughs> in my tummy. Miso hungry. Miso, Miso hungry. There it is. Um, and then Shirley Shirley is there with the pizza. Mm. She is very upset to see that her pies have burned. Ah because yes, because no one checked them. Yeah. Um, and then she she goes on a rant where she yells at the group saying, "Hey, you know, baking is what I have." Jeff says, "Hey, we don't. We, that can't be your thing. We're not gonna let that be your thing." Mm-hmm. And she says, "Well, I'm not. You, you guys are just a bunch of horny toes making googly eyes at each other." And then there's some pretty fun this group is a reactions. Great sequence yeah. of, of characters yeah. looking at one another. Yeah. So Jeff and Annie say googly eyes, and then look at each other seriously, being like, "Oh shit, she's on to us." Uh-huh. Uh, and then Troy and Britta look at each other, uh-huh. uh, perhaps foreshadowing a romance later in the season. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Troy gets embarrassed. Troy and Abed look looks at over each other. Abed. Abed, who <laughs> intentionally <laughs> gives some googly eyes, does a little sexy eyebrow raise. Yep. Uh, Troy is uncomfortable with that. Poor Troy has nowhere to look, so he looks back in the same direction. And who's there looking him in the eye but Torg? Torg. Pierce has picked up, up Torg. Pierce. Yeah. Uh, to further torment Troy. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun sequence. Um, Shirley gets very upset and storms out. Yep. Um, Jeff says, oh no, we caused her to have a nervous breakdown. Pierce says, you should have called her nervous. And then Jeff says, bake down, I know it was too obvious. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Abed says, I don't know why she's upset. In the other hypothetical timelines, uh, yeah. her pies didn't burn. Yeah. This is the only one where it did, he says. Mm-hmm. She should be happy. <laughs> yeah. In only one timeline, her pies burned. Yep. Um, let's talk about what, I mean, how do we feel about what happens to the, the study group when Shirley leaves them? Uh, it's interesting to see what kind of effect it has. And that hmm. they they kind of turn on each other, uh, and yet it's ultimately worse for her. Uh, but it's worse for her only in that she she is let down by them. Like, you kind of get the feeling here that if she could if she could really break away from them, she would be fine. Hmm. Or if she could would always stay with them, she would be at least acceptable. Yeah, uh, and, and yet when when she leaves them for a second, they they kind of start turning on each other, and it's not well, good. It's, well, it's even when she says uh, when she's having her her rant about them making googly eyes, she yeah. says that she's married. Yes, and no, no one else in the group is married. Yeah, uh, Pierce True. has been divorced seven times or whatever. Yep, uh, and so in that way, Shirley has or in, in a semblance of something stable outside the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way that the other group members don't. Yeah. So in that same way that when she leaves, mm-hmm. she she could be fine leaving. Yeah. But the fact that she has tied herself to this group mm-hmm. and she wants to mother them in a way that she knows how to mother things. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that's, that's what she wants to do. And maybe the group doesn't want that, mm-hmm. but they don't want it in the same way that a child doesn't want to be mothered. Yes. So it, it, that is her role. Yeah. It fits perfectly. It's worth noting, too, here that this is a sort of a Elseworld story, if you will. This is, a, this is an off-continuity episode of Community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, it, it's the, I think the thing that makes it great is, in addition to that kind of high-concept sci-fi thing going on there, it is also just a very interesting sort of character study in looking at how these characters relate to one another and, and what happens when you remove one from the group. Yep. Uh, A-plus episode. Uh, I think that about wraps it up, right? Yep. Plugs? There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Special thanks to Alex Machina at slackdery.com for doing our theme song. It's a great theme song, and, and we love it. Thanks so much. Uh, what's today's episode called? It's called Remedial Chaos Theory. Written by Chris McKenna. Directed by Jeff Melman et al. There we go. Uh, this is a weird little sort of uh, Marvel What If of community. Uh, set in an alternate timeline. Uh, the episode opens with a, a die sort of falling down from the heavens. Yep. Uh, and landing on number three, which means that uh, our old buddy Pierce. So Jeff counts off one, two, three. Lands on Pierce, which means Pierce has to go retrieve a pizza that is being delivered. Yep. Uh, and he will leave the group. For, on his way out. For he... much the duration of this episode. He tries to. He tries to mention that he banged her the kit in an airplane bathroom, yeah. which we all remember from last week. Um, he does sneak it in there successfully on the way out. Uh-huh. So uh, good for him. Uh, then Roxanne starts playing. Mm-hmm. Britta tries to sing along. Jeff such it, sh- sut- sets it down. Sets it down. Shuts it down. Yeah. Uh, and Annie sort of gives a look that shows she agrees with this shutting down. Which is interesting. I feel, uh, you know, if this had gone differently, we we might not have seen that look of agreement. But here, I think because she kind of agrees with Jeff uh, shutting down Pierce talking about her with the kid in the airplane bathroom, mm. she's kind of more in, on on to Jeff's side in this moment, mm-hmm. and, and she agrees with the shutdown, which is a little interesting little interplay here. Yes, and uh, although I didn't write down the exact exchange, what happens? I just literally wrote down the words Troy's manhood. Sure. There, there's so a... Britta goes off to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Jeff is making fun of Troy. Mm. Once again, Annie is, is sort of laughing with him. Uh, Troy is upset, so he he leaves to go talk to Britta in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Uh, uh, well, Annie says, uh, "Aren't you being a little hard on Troy?" And Jeff, in his classic Jeff fashion, uh, his answer to everything is, "I'm gonna go get a drink." Yep. He stands up, hits his head on the fan, uh, and they go into the kitchen to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get a sort of a, a few sort of uh, scenes that are playing over each other. Yeah. We get Jeff and Annie in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and Troy and Britta in the bathroom talking to each other. Let's do Troy and Britta first. Okay. I don't know if that's the exact order. Uh, well, I mean they're they're intercut, so yeah, yeah. Kind of, so let's just do all of them in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So she is smoking marijuana out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Troy Troy asks if he if he can come in. Yeah. She says she's washing her hands, so he says, "Yeah, good, I good, can come I can in." Come in. <laughs> do you think? What do you think of that? I mean, I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> especially for Troy. Yes. <laughs> I think it especially works for Troy. Yeah. But I do. Uh, I kind of like that as a weird like power move. It's like it's your apartment, and they say they're washing their hands. They're like, "Yeah, I'm coming in." Yeah, because you're just washing your hands. <laughs> uh, so she she tries to kind of blow the smoke out quick. Mm-hmm. She says, "Oh, I was just smoking a cigarette." She says, uh, "Well, the way she says it is what makes it so great." Yeah, I was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> it's like super suspiciously, clearly, clearly lying. Yeah, acting very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "I'm I'm 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 21. I'm an adult, Britta. I know what you were doing." <laughs> Uh, and then he takes out a what looks to be a real cigarette from a. Well, it's, it's out of a cigarette case, like a, like a, like a, something James Bond would have. Like a yes, fancy. he takes yes. it out, puts it in his mouth. Britta goes to light it for him, and then he just sort of pulls it into his mouth with his lips <laughs> to eat what we now know as a candy cigarette. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of fun. Did and you then, ever have any candy cigarettes? Certainly not. That was not allowed. Or or or, 
or perhaps a gum that was shaped like a cigarette? I'll tell you, there was no candy cigarettes or, 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 or candy gum. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I ever wanted that. I do remember one time my dad had somehow, like, he had somehow acquired chocolate cigars and offered one to me as if it was a real cigar, and mm-hmm. I became, like, scared yeah. like, because I was, like, a little kid. Yeah. And I was like, ah, an adult's trying to make me smoke, even if it's my dad. Because ah. I was, you know, I was in dare at the time. Yep. So it was like a very that was like a weird horror movie all of a sudden. And then he was like, <laughs> You're no, like this like, is you're like this is a test and I don't want to fail. Yeah. And then he said, No, it's just chocolate. And uh-huh. so I I did in that one instance enjoy a chocolate cigar. Uh, I'll tell you my my father smoked for many years yeah. and my grandmother I, I believe she's quit now. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was a point where I did have have the candy cigarettes. And they're just like candy because she smoked like that was like a thing they they sell like candy cigarettes in cigarette stores <laughs> like you know special <laughs> cigar cigarettes stores yeah, smoke shops they they sell like the the candy cigarettes huh. there it's, so your grandma when she would get her cigarettes she would pick up candy cigarettes for you i too? remember one time i don't remember if it was my dad or my grandmother but there was one time where <laughs> i believe i accompanied them it was a it was a you know like the grocery trip oh sure and uh and like i was there and huh. then they had to get their their smokes on yeah and they're like here have the candy <laughs> it's just regular candy it's yeah. just weirdly shaped like a cigarette yeah <laughs> that's the only that's it's just so weird that it's shaped like a cigarette yeah. like that's the weird part of the candy it's a strange candy mm-hmm. for sure yeah <laughs> it's from another time yeah do <laughs> this, they still make candy cigarettes do they i don't know hmm. but this was i mean it was at least 10 15 years ago so so then they have a little heart to heart where yeah. uh, Troy is upset that Jeff is treating him like a child, even though he's now an adult with his own apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about what in the bathroom. Well, there was some. Olives. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. I forgot to mention there was a bowl full of olives. <laughs> Bert, uh, Bert asked, "Do you have a bowl full of olives in here?" Uh-huh. Troy just says, "It's a fancy party, Bert," <laughs> <laughs> which I recall quite delightfully uh, uh, at a party at your apartment once. Mm-hmm. You had set up a bowl of olives in the toilet in tribute. <laughs> I had? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember this? Whew. Was that the old apartment? No, this was your current apartment. I think it was like your first party at your current at what is now your current apartment. I really don't remember. And it was funny this. because I didn't notice them because they were kind of like they were on the shelf, but it was kind of like unless you were looking right at them, you wouldn't see them. <laughs> and then when I came out of the bathroom, you were like, yeah, you notice anything in the bathroom? <laughs> I, I mean, you were you had had a few at this point. Maybe, maybe this is why you don't recall. That's definitely why I don't recall. But I, I, <laughs> I do remember a, a few points through the night, much like Troy and Abed, you said to Juliana, your then girlfriend, now wife, do I need to refill the hollows? And she says, no, I checked. <laughs> <laughs> Man. This is a lot of fun. I, that was a great I want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> Woo! I'll support that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that, that so then she says you don't you know you don't you don't have to be like Jeff and you don't you shouldn't want to be like Jeff. Yeah. Do you know what Jeff has under his uh his toilet or under his sink? I don't either because he keeps it in his safe, which is kind of an insane detail about Jeff. Well, I think you're remembering it wrong or something. I, no, something's happening here. This isn't this, this isn't this scene. Because I remember that no, there was the way that she said it was. Do you know, like, do you know what Jeff keeps under his sink? No, she doesn't ask what's under the sink. She asks what's like what like brand of shampoo or something and, and she says i don't either because he keeps it under the sink but he keeps it in a safe maybe the safe's under the sink the safe's under the sink but she definitely said i don't know why you're riding my dick no, about I, this point <laughs> no i remember i remember the way that she worded it was was that he keeps it under the sink not in a safe that's just i would remember that detail i if guarantee you're right. the line is the whole point of the scene is that he keeps it in a safe Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm 100% certain. I feel like I'd remember that, so I don't know. Well, you really don't. I, I am 100% certain. Okay. I'll cut my little finger off 
if, if that's not the line. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, fine. Luckily, this is not a canonical. Because this is not a canonical episode of Community, I'm going to rule this episode of Shut Up Leonard also non canonical. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you're, uh, wait, I think in an argument, when you reach the point where you, where you make a, a Game <laughs> of Thrones type offering, <laughs> you win the argument just automatically. It's actually it's a, it's a, it's a deep cut reference to an episode of Smodcast from many years ago when Malcolm Ingram, who lived in Canada at the time, uh, offered to cut off his pinky if he was not correct about who is the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh-huh. And he was wrong. What? <laughs> he did not know the current Prime Minister How of his country. How did he not country. know his own current? He believed it was Paul Harper, uh-huh. but at that point it was already Stephen... Or Paul Martin, but at that point it was already Stephen Harper, the current Prime Minister. Mm. Shout out to Smodcast. Do I remember the, uh, the episode number of that Smodcast? No. I think it was episode 9. Okay. And the title was Red, White, But Never Blue, A. Eh? And I'll tell you why I remember. Because that that was like 2007. Uh-huh. So there was like no other podcast that I knew of to listen to. So those first 10 Smodcasts specifically, I just listened to over and over again. Because that was all I had. Uh-huh. I'll cut my pinky off if that was not in Smodcast episode number 9. Red, White, But Never Blue, A. Eh? Okay. <laughs> Might have been 13. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Immediately you, you doubt yourself. It, it was Paul Martin. Paul Martin is the Prime Minister of Canada. It's in a save is the point. And the point of this is all is she says, you, you shouldn't be like Jeff. You should be your own man. Mm-hmm. And then they have a nice Well, and the, in the commentary, uh, the way that Dan Harmon puts it is that Troy is an um, un... I have the word here. Mm-hmm. Unpolluted version of Jeff. Yes. He is a sort of clean Jeff. A clean slate. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'd say that this, this ends up... Um, the way that this party goes, it ends up being good for Troy and Britta. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Which is a, a, uh, oh, in the commentary they mentioned that uh, this the this it's on the cutting room floor. Is oh, that yeah. Troy, Troy and Britta end up and going into the bedroom? Yeah, closing the door. Yes. and everyone else looks at each other like, "What the Whoa, hell? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, that's we we see again. We can see what happens when. Oh, let's talk about Jeff and Annie first. Oh, sure. So Jeff and Annie are in the kitchen. Uh, you know. At this point, Annie is a nursing student still. Yes. Uh, uh, as the show goes on, she changes her major a couple of times, mm-hmm. I believe. At yeah. least once, if not twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so she, she's able to talk a lot about, you know, how to, if, if he has a cut on his head, you know, what to do with it or a bruise, yeah. that kind of thing. She uh, says, put some peroxide and And there, it seems to be like they're up. starting to get a, maybe a little romantic go- moment going. Uh, mm-hmm. But then Shirley interrupts to say... You know what I think is the best medicine is pie. <laughs> Jeff just shuts it down. Jeff says, then I'm going to need to see your medical license. <laughs> yeah. Jeff just really hardcore shuts it down. Jeff is not into her baking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the pizza, uh, Pierce comes up with the pizza. Yeah. Uh, which, which one he says, I tell you, pizza guys are getting worse and worse looking. I guess all the good looking ones went into porn. Yep. Which I love that Pierce is like, he considers it like a like a, like a sign of a better time. When the pizza guys are good looking, like yep. if Pierce, like Pierce's version of if he was running for office, you know, a, a chicken in every pot and a car in every driveway, like his version of an ideal society is the pizza guys are good looking. Yep, that's like a a, a value to him, <laughs> which is just such a weird little fun detail. And it's a great closing line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So yeah, that's about the end of this episode. So you know, let's talk about what happens when Pierce leaves the group. What? Okay. What? I mean, you you would think. That uh, given Pierce's um, negativity, mm-hmm. so to so to speak, that uh, the group would benefit from him leaving, uh, and to some degree it does. I mean, in, in that Troy and, and Britta uh, 
get together yeah. a lot quicker than they would in the canonical stories in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. They kind of figure that out quicker. But also, I think we kind of see what is interesting is Jeff really emerges as more of a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Pierce's absence, someone needs to fill that role, and it, it kind of is Jeff. You know, he, he he's running off to try to make out with Annie. He's shutting down Shirley's pies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, we, we you know, he, he's pissing off Troy. Mm-hmm. Like, the, they're, they're, it's a, the, the weird dynamic of this group is that there needs to be a villain. And, and, and when the biggest villain leaves, uh, the, the underboss, so to speak, will step up. Well, what I also think uh, works out really, uh, really well mm-hmm. is that there's a, there's a relationship that goes on between um, Pierce and Jeff. Yeah. Where, where that's kind of like a mentoring, yeah. a kind of like, a, you know, this, this, is, this is what Jeff could become yeah. in a sense. And there's that same relationship with Jeff and, and Troy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, but in the but Jeff is the Pierce role, and so yeah, when so, Pierce leaves, yeah. that that just shifts, and we kind of see well, we see we see Pierce, we see Jeff making the wrong choice, yeah. which is say like going to his baser instincts, mm-hmm. and we see Troy making the right choice, yeah. which is realizing that he doesn't need to be on this path, mm-hmm. um, which is, is very interesting. Um, and also, but I say that's still that's like that's the Jeff and Pierce relationship. Yeah. Sure. Where Jeff looks at Pierce's mistakes and says, "I shouldn't make those, probably." Uh, and yet, he does a lot. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Plugs. There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, Soul Brother? I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Thanks, Alex Machino. Slackery.com for the theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we're covering an episode called Remedial Chaos Theory. Could be the third. Could be the fourth. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Certainly not the writer, Chris McKenna. Or the director, John Melman? Jeff. Jeff Melman. Yeah. Uh, this episode begins with a dice falling from the sky uh, and landing on the table in, in Troy and Abed's apartment uh, on number six, yep. which means that uh, Britta is, is going to be the one to go get a pizza that is on the way. Uh, well, it's here. The buzzer's well, yeah, buzzed. True. Pizza's here. Someone's got to go down. Yeah. It's going to be Britta. So she goes down, and then we get a nice little um, sort of uh, chain, uh, cha- like a chain zinger, which is something Dan Harmon was talking about, but leading to an to Pierce mentioning that he had sex with her with the kitten in the oh. airplane bathroom, where um, uh, Troy says something is great, and he sa- and Pierce says, yeah, yeah, it is great. You know what else is great is air travel. Yeah, I've flown all over the world, seen lots of different places. Sometimes I go in the bathroom. One time I had sex with her with the kitten in an airplane bathroom. <laughs> Uh, you know, which uh, groans from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, there's this kind of an awkward moment where they just sort of uh, sit in silence and don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, Troy tries to fill the silence by saying, you guys are my best friends. <laughs> uh, uh, which uh, Jeff does not care for. He says, uh, I'm going to need a drink. Uh, uh, Jeff's answered everything. Yeah. So he gets up, hits his head on the fan, um, uh, and him and Annie go into the bathroom to take care of it. Yes. Um, the bathroom is a private place where they can take care of Jeff's wounds. Not occupied by anyone else. They can go right in there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've written down worry here for reasons that I'm not... Worry? Worry. Worry. For reasons that I'm not entirely sure about. Worry. Oh, I know I wrote it down. I don't know. Sorry. So, I know I wrote it down. Good. So, we... So, they go off... Abed, uh, Abed goes to talk to Shirley, I believe. Oh, which is perhaps I, I think there's maybe a deleted scene here where he goes to tell something to Shirley. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's not a, a, a deleted scene; yeah, it's an a unfilmed, unfilmed, unfilmed yeah. um, a cut scene. Yeah, 
Um, and uh, Jeff and Annie are in the bathroom, of course. Mm-hmm. So Troy and Pierce have this kind of heart-to-heart moment mm-hmm. where Troy says, you know, uh, I just want to thank you for letting me live with you for so long. Uh, you were actually kind of a big influence on me, and I just think uh, now it's time for me to go out and live on my own, just like you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Pierce says, Pierce is very touched, and he says, you know what, maybe, maybe don't open this present I brought for you, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll learn why in a second. Mm-hmm. So then we're sort of intercut scenes between um, Jeff and Annie in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and... Um, Troy and Pierce arguing over the present. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is offering to get him a replacement uh, present, which the order of replacement photos go from a water pick to a jet ski, seemingly a huge leap, to then above a a jet ski, two water picks. Um, Meanwhile... Water pick being the... Teeth cleaning device? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to make sure I knew that. That that is what a water... And water pick is also a brand... Uh, which makes like shower heads and stuff like that too. Mm. Um, but the, when you say a water pick, typically yeah. you're referring to the teeth cleaning device. Mm. Um, meanwhile, uh, Jeff and Annie are having actually kind of a nice little continuation of uh, their conversation in uh, the Model UN episode, mm. where um, he's he's she's um, she's talking about how she's she's got some skills as a nurse now. And how uh, she had to tie a tourniquet just last week because someone outside her building got stabbed. Yeah. Uh, to which Jess says, "You gotta, you gotta move out of there." Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then Annie says, "You don't have to worry about me anymore." That's from the notes. Good. Uh, I'm not a kid, remember? And then he says, "Yeah, but you know, two adult friends can still be concerned about each other." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at this sort of uh, agreement that they are two adult friends, they start to lean in for a kiss, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're interrupted by a loud noise from the living room. Uh-oh. Uh, and they walk out to see uh, uh, Pierce and Troy fighting over the box, which finally opens, revealing uh, Torg. Yeah. Spills out, hits an NES uh, cartridge a little hard. I was a little concerned for that NES cartridge that's uh-huh. on the, the table there. That gets, on the TV stand, rather. Um to, to, to much anger from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, say words. This this is uh, doesn't doesn't Pierce do a thing with the troll here? I don't believe so. I think I, well, I, I know. So Troy calls him a. Uh, uh, what are you saying? I believe it is here. Oh, you're right. I've made a mistake. You have made it. You hallucinated you have, something yeah, you, else. The, the, I believed you too. I've, I, I, you know, because you said NES cartridge, and I want to believe anything involving an NES cartridge. Yeah, I hallucinated, but in fact, uh, so here, so when they come out to the loud noise, what it is is that Pierce is holding out Torg the troll yes. at <laughs> at Troy, uh, uh, like threateningly, but just yes. like three feet away from him, yes. in a weird way. Yeah, uh, and uh, Troy is is definitely scared of Torg. Yeah, and uh, they ask what's going on, and Abed just matter of factly says, "Oh, uh, you know, Pierce is threatening Troy with the troll." Yeah, and uh, uh, to tell you, I believe I hallucinated the entire Troy Pierce storyline that I just made up. I don't think any of that happens in this episode. You know, I I, I get confused sometimes. They they I mean they do have a, a moment with the present. Yes, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's not the moment I was. Who thinking can of. say? I I don't know where that came from. Yep, uh, I've screwed up direly. I apologize. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so Tro- Pierce is holding it at him, uh, and then they so they come back. Uh, Jeff and Annie come out of the bathroom to see that. Yes. Um, which is just ultimately disturbing and dumb in, yeah. a, in a weird combination. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, they say what's going on, and Abed says, you know, Pierce is j- jealous, and this is what he's doing. 
Uh, and then uh, Pierce says, "Do I do I look jealous? You're jealous." Yeah. <laughs> to Abed, and he says, he, ca- he calls Abed lonely and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> which is clearly a projection of some of his feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's really crazy. The the from from start to finish, there's a real payoff here of uh, of Pierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is actually jealous that Troy has moved on? Yes, and is is has picked someone over Pierce. Yes. I think Pierce never likes being second best. Yeah, never likes being the also ran. Yeah. Uh, so in that way, especially since it is Abed. Yeah. He's chosen Abed over Pierce, and, yeah. and very uh, upsetting. Uh, to Pierce. That is upsetting. To and Pierce. in a weird, a kind of meta thing, in that Troy and Pierce were supposed to be the the friend pair. Yeah. When they conceived of the series in season one, mm-hmm. so in a, in a real the, the writers chose Abed over Pierce to be friends with Troy. Yeah, so it's 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 classic. Well, in community. a weird way, the fans chose Abed yeah. to be friends with Troy. We though. all chose Abed over Pierce. Sorry, yeah. Pierce. Um, and then Britta returns with the pizza and the pizza guy, Toby the pizza guy, played by uh, who I've got one name for him, Tarpinian. Tarpinian. I believe that's his last name, Robert Tarpinian. I think it was. It's oh, not with okay. an R. I looked it up. So they, they spoke about him like this was like a known guy, and then it would uh, like he's mainly known online for being in this episode of Community. I mean, I think they just if you know someone by their last name, you I just guess. say, "Hey, it's Tarpinian." But the, he was not the. You wouldn't the, know what that's like, huh? You shut up, Lindy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a meta reference to our friendship. Yeah. So he was uh, not the original choice for this pizza guy. In the commentary, they reveal this insane story. Yeah. Where at first they wanted Josh Brolin. Yep. Then Brian Cranston. Yep. Then I don't know if if Joel McHale is joking, but he said Eminem. Yeah. And then Jason Biggs turned it down. Yeah. Who the fuck is Jason Biggs? <laughs> exactly. You know who he the fuck He didn't even make he? it to season three of Orange Is the New Black. Yeah. Come on. Come, Come on. on, Biggs. Come on, Biggs. Go fuck a pie again. That's all America wants to see. <laughs> yeah. From you. Fuck the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's what they wanted him for. That's not what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, a pizza pie. Yeah, I know what. You're... So. Uh, what what it was supposed to be was that uh, some kind of a bigwig uh, Hollywood guy was researching a role. Yeah, and yeah. that they were the and that uh, so in and when Britta comes in with the pizza guy, she says we're getting married. Yeah. Which my question to you is, how high is Britta? Very high. That the, do you think so? She and the pizza guy shared one. I I don't think they shared one. I think he was just coincidentally also high. <laughs> okay. Because he is his he's really on point with his acting in the scene. Where Britta's talking about how they're going to get married and, like, kissing his hand. And he's just kind of slowly nodding, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's pretty great. Uh, so instead of that, it was supposed to be that it was a some sort of Hollywood actor researching a role. Yeah. And that Britta was going to become um, the assistant. Yeah. His assistant. Yeah. Not married to him, but, yeah. like, get offered a job as the assistant. Yeah. Which... And I believe it, it, it couldn't have been in this episode. But at one point, they were talking about doing a, the episode differently where Abed goes to get the pizza. Uh, and he would, uh, in that case, uh, pitch a movie to this guy. Yeah. Uh, and then there would be a tag where Abed is now a, a famous Hollywood screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they even said that in that tag, they would they would reference that Troy and Britta are married. Yes. And that their child's name would be Chewbacca. Chewbacca which, which Troy, Troy convinced would, Britta was an African name. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, it, it's really sad. This yeah. is a really heartbreaking moment because that that joke does get used. Yes. Do you recall? In, in season four. In season four. Yeah. That's so sad. To it's me. a good joke, and uh, unfortunately, is is it's trapped in, trapped in no the no man's land of season four. Yeah, uh, it's like it's season four is that weirdly non canonical canonical season. Yeah, <laughs> where it's canonical that it happened, but it's not canonical that, that that's who the characters are, or, or that that's the events as they occurred. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like these. This is this is the uh, season four is as told by someone who doesn't know what season four was. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but none of that happened in the real episode. The real episode, they're just getting married. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Abed wonders what happens in the other timelines. And Toby, the pizza guy, clearly very high, says, there are other timelines. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about when Britta leaves? Yeah. What, 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 what does the group do when Britta leaves? We see uh, Jeff tries to go after Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce and Troy... I think kind of uh, I think I, I think it's it's kind of telling that they go after each other because Britta means something specifically to both of them. Mm. Uh, in in Pierce, she is a target. She is she is the person that he can insult, and the yeah. group will agree with him. Uh, and in Troy, she is uh, someone who is romantically interesting. So in in her absence, they they uh, Troy's horned up with nowhere to direct that energy. Uh, Pierce has no one to blame, and so they go after each other. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna word it as that she's like a buffer yeah. of kinds. And yes. in both in both of the pairings that occur. She's mm-hmm. a buffer between Jeff and Annie. Annie yeah. Uh, in a romantic sense and, yes. and she's a buffer between uh, Pierce and Troy yeah. in just like a physical sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And Abed is just kind of this constant who is who who is seemingly unaffected when people when, when someone leaves the study group. Yeah. Well and almost the same thing with Britta. Or yeah. not Britta, with uh, Shirley. Yes. Shirley isn't that affected as each as yeah. as if if any others left. Yes. She wouldn't be affected. Uh, so that's that's the end of this episode. Uh, plugs. Hmm? It is Soul Brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. We like Community. We do. Today we're here to talk about my favorite episode of Community of all time, which is either the third or the fourth in season three, and it is called Remedial Chaos Theory, written by Chris McKenna. Directed by Jeff Melman. Thanks to Alex Machina of Slacker.com for the theme. Um, this episode opens with a dice, uh, or a die, excuse me. Yeah, we're getting a little familiar with the portals. Uh, a die falling from the heavens. Landing on the table in Troy and Ovid's apartment on uh, number uh, one. One, which means that Troy. Uh, Troy is going to have to go retrieve a pizza that has just arrived. And Troy says, "I'm going to go as fast as I can so I don't miss anything." Yeah, which makes for a short episode. This is probably the shortest. Uh, it's weird that NBC allowed this to air, considering yeah. this was like a three-minute episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so Troy runs off to get the pizza. Uh, Pierce mentions how he had sex with Eartha Kitten in an airplane bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Roxanne starts to play. Britta tries to sing. Jeff shuts it down. She goes to the bathroom. Uh, so Pierce says to Jeff, Jeff, tell us about your father. Yep. <laughs> to which he responds, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> He's answered everything. Yep. Jeff stands up, hits his head on the fan. Um, and he goes to check oh, it out. Uh, there's a crucial detail we did not mention mm-hmm. that starts this whole insane thing. Yes. When Troy runs out yeah. to go get the pizza, he bumps into the Raiders of the Lost Ark display, which, which is causes the boulder to start to roll. Yes. It hits the ground, keeps yeah. rolling. Yes. And so when Jeff and Annie get go up, to the, go to the bathroom. Yeah. And he slips on the ball, falls. Her. Per- we her, find she, out that she has a gun in her purse. Yeah. She hits the table, which mm-hmm. causes the Serbian rum. To hit the ground. Yeah, Pierce had brought Serbian rum to the Which party. is so strong that it's even burned. Burned? Burned. It's, it's burned in it's Serbia. banned in Serbia. Yeah. Uh, Annie's purse hits the ground so hard that her gun goes off. Talk about gun safety issues. Yeah, you got to keep that safety on, Annie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her it's gun good. goes off. Hits it shoots Pierce, in the, Pierce in the leg. Yep. He goes down. Blood everywhere. Shirley, Shirley, Shirley comes face. around in the corner with her pies. Yeah. Blood on her face. Yeah. Blood on the pies. Yeah. Coming well, soon she to the She's got blood on her face. It's a huge disgrace. 
I like Blood on the Pies is a th- film coming to theaters. <laughs> so, uh, and then Britta comes out of the Britta bathroom. comes out of the bathroom, Marijuana, hearing all this commotion. Fu- jazz cigarette in mouth. <laughs> She's so shocked. She opens her mouth, and yeah. there falls the doobie yeah. to the floor, which lights the Serbian rub, which goes straight to to Pierce. Yep. Jeff uh, is trying to put it out. Jeff has grabbed Quite a rug. Uh, it, all that Britta can say is water, water, yeah. water. She yep. grabs it one glass and throws it. Mm-hmm. It's no good. No good, of course. Uh, Shirley says, call 911. Uh, Abed. Je- fir- Jeff, yeah, Abed. Abed first picks up, and because and, and, the Indiana Jones figure had fallen over on the display. Mm. Abed picks it up and, and puts it straight, and then runs to go call 911. Yeah, Jeff seems to be calling 911, but he's distracted by putting out the fire. Of course. There's a whole whole mess of things. And now Troy is back. Troy steps he, in he with the pies. Back. Uh, with a pizza pie, yeah. I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> he sees all this chaos, and he sees in the middle of it, in the chaos, mm-hmm. Pierce's uh, gift to him has fallen on the ground and opened up, and it is, of course, Torg the troll mm. that haunted Troy while he lived with uh, Pierce. And and we, we, we get this look of realization on Troy's face where he realizes that the troll has done this. <laughs> yeah. He shouts, no. Yep. Drops the pizzas. And that's the end of the episode. Well, and then... then well, then we get the, the tag. We get the tag. Yeah. Uh, which uh, really fills in a lot of gaps here, and it's really nuts. <laughs> yes, where we see the end result of this night. Yeah. Um, and also one of my favorite lines in community history. Ooh. And this is interesting. So your favorite line, uh, as I, it was on another episode, I don't remember which, you said it in the yeah. past on Shut Up mm-hmm. Leonard, is a Troy line, which is interesting because Troy is my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, you seem not as excited for him as I do. My favorite yeah. line is a Shirley line. Oh. And she's not your favorite character, but you are consistently... I'm a Shirley defender. ...defending Shirley in yeah. a way that I am not, and yet my favorite line is a Shirley line. <laughs> Where, um, so the setup is... There's another line that the setup is... Uh, so Pierce is dead. Yeah, the, the, the they're back in the study room, yeah. but everyone has been changed by that night. Yes. That night has affected everyone. Pierce is dead. Shirley is drinking again. She mm-hmm. says goodbye to our friend Pierce. May he rest in Pierce. And then starts laughing. To which Britta, with a blue streak in her hair says haven't you had enough and then my favorite line because of uh yvette nicole brown's amazing delivery Uh britta says haven't you had enough and then shirley says of you (laughs) and gives her a look that is just endlessly hilarious (laughs) i I, I can i will never be able to watch that moment and not laugh yeah she is so funny yeah big ups to uh yvette nicole brown Mm. for that moment um uh, looking at the rest of the group, we see that... Uh, so they explain uh, Annie is locked in a mental ward yep. uh, after the guilt that she feels because it was her gun that it shot Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he died more from the burns than the gunshot, but... I'll tell you, I, it never seemed quite... to me that he was burned. I thought, but, I mean, the fire reached him, right? I didn't see that. that hmm. I, was, I was going along with it because you said it. I didn't see that. I assumed he lost... I believe I always, I always just thought that, but I guess I that, that makes more sense to me he than... he lost too much blood was what I always thought. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. He's an older man. Yeah. Loses a lot of blood. Yeah. You know, the the paramedics probably got to the apartment. They had to roll a die to see who would go Although down I'll say, and I mean, let the paramedics an, into the door. In, in another episode, I, I, again, I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. we talked about this on the show. Uh, Annie revealed that she knows how to tie a tourniquet from when uh, someone was stabbed outside of her apartment. Mm. You would think that skill would come in handy here, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently not. Well, I think the fire is a distraction. True. Um, and then, uh, so, uh, and maybe that's also why she's in the mental ward. She feels that guilt because she says she's, she's she, she could, she failed. She to could have. Yeah. yeah. She could have saved yeah. him. Uh, so Jeff has lost an arm. Yeah. Unknown how that happened. I believe that's fire related. <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand how you lose an arm in a fire. 
Ask a firefighter. Okay. I'm sure they'll know. Ask one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he he has no arm. And he's looking just very sort of pale and and just got bags under his eyes. Just looking very. And the way they've styled his hair is. uh, Sort of goth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Britta has a blue streak in her hair, as we mentioned. That's that's her trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Abed, as always, the sort of stalwart, uh, survives anything. Really, nothing specifically has happened to him. Except he's now, he, he believes that they are in uh, the, darkest uh, the Darkest Timeline. Yeah. And evil, they are all the evil versions of the, yeah. their true well, selves. Well, before we get to that, let's talk about Troy. Well, yeah, Troy. Has, his larynx has been burnt because he tried to swallow the troll. Tried to eat the troll. Which uh, Britta says is stupid. She says, you try to do that for some reason. And uh, Troy just says quite calmly, clearly you don't know anything about defeating evil trolls. Uh, but but I think part of the fun there is that since his larynx is burned, it's a it's a high voice, a kind a of a high pitched robotic voice. voice. Yes. Uh, and then Abed says, "This is clearly the darkest timeline. I've made goatees for all of us. Please wear these until you can grow your a real one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to make it our mission to find some way into the prime timeline. Yeah. Destroy our our good selves yeah. and take their place." Uh-huh. And to which uh, Jeff yeah. <laughs> says, does this mean that I can... As, as evil Jeff, does this mean I can pull fewer punches? Yeah. <laughs> Abbott says yes. And then Jeff... I believe Abbott says something like, certainly. Yeah. He's just very... Inth- he likes that Jeff is on board. Yes. Uh, to which Jeff says, I, I hate you. I hate your stupid sci-fi crap. I lost a freaking arm. <laughs> and then he storms out. Yeah. Uh, everyone else leaves except for Troy. Do you think he's extra mad because now he can't text like a, like a fast person like he used to? <laughs> You think that's why he's really mad? Uh, I mean, yeah, he is still on that old BlackBerry, which is a uh, utilizes two-handed texting. Yeah, you can't do the swiping. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's upset about all of it. <laughs> I think mostly the phone, though. <laughs> all right, if you want to make this a bit instead of a real examination of Jeff's character. Uh, I'm most concerned for Shirley. Yeah. She, she fell off that wagon hard. Yeah, she did. Uh, but they all leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy stays behind, uh, just gives um, a bit of look, puts yeah. on his goatee. <laughs> And they do their classic handshake and say, Evil, evil Troy and Evil Abed. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Yep. So let's look at what happens when Troy leaves. Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, they. Bad the, for the group. Dan Harmon talks in the commentary about how uh, this doesn't mean that, you know, the group can't handle itself without Troy or that Troy's yeah. the best or. Yeah. Or whatever the. that you want to inher- infer this to mean. But it yeah. is. I think it really does say something. Yeah. Uh, about how Troy is crucial. Yes. And uh, uh, his his innocence mm-hmm. is key. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a, the darkness in everyone kind of overtakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it all collides in a way. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this, I think... Because everyone's vices. It's everyone's vices. It's everyone's vices. And specifically keeping in the theme of this episode, mm-hmm. which is that uh, Troy Troy and Jeff are, are, are in conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, Troy is trying to be the man... Yeah. That and and he Troy is a sort is. of innocent version of Jeff. Yeah. So it's it's his innocence that is is in a way leaving the group when he mm-hmm. goes to get the pizza, and without that innocence, good good golly, just should go off the rails. I mean, because you look at you look at the items involved in the destruction. Yeah. It's the Serbian rum. Yep. Jeff's drinking. The marijuana it's cigarette. The, the marijuana cigarette and the the gunshot, which yeah, is Annie. Yeah. You know where Annie lives. Mm-hmm. It's her refusal to accept help or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. something like that. Yes. Where it's it's all these dark elements collide, and even in a way, I mean, uh, Abed's uh, obsession with pop culture mm-hmm. uh, placed uh, priority above helping his friends, yeah. which we see with the uh, with the Indiana Jones figure. Yeah, 
Uh, but that is an important part of his character. Yes. He's, he's not all fun. Yeah, we Some, see a little, little dark in Abed. This, yeah. And this, um, I will say this, uh, during the commentary for the tag in this episode, mm. maybe one of the most heartbreaking moments in community history. For oh me. my God, yes. Dan Harmon says on the, cam- on the commentary, <sighs> uh, I promise every episode of season four is going to be this good. <laughs> Because he had not been fired. I might cry right now. I'm getting now. like chills right now. Like <laughs> and just like he even. I mean, I I don't know if he's joking or not because I can't I can't match up the times if he knew yeah. his current wife at this time. But he says I will break up with my girlfriend <laughs> to make a great show, or I did break up with my girlfriend to make a great show or something. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, oh my god, he yeah. was so dedicated. He, and then and, and then, NBC just and he pulled the rug right he out. He was fired uh, at this point in time. <sighs> Oh, that is so hard. And even when you look at what season four tried to do with this darkest timeline, they just, it it was, they did the equivalent of Calvin peeing on it. Like that's, that's exactly what just, that's what happened in season four with the darkest timeline. I'll agree with that. When they tried to, when they tried to pull it back and go, Hey, we remember that. It was fun. Nope. (sighs) Plugs. What it is, soul brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like Community. We do. Uh, today we're talking about my favorite episode of Community of all time, which is called Remedial Chaos Theory. Episode three or four, it's up to you to decide. Rected, rected by, and that's what I want to say. That by, I mean, that's a combination of written and directed. Oh, well then Chris McKenna, Jeff Melman. Yeah, there we go. Uh, special thanks to Alex Machine on Slackery.com. We'll do our theme song. Uh, episode begins. So a, tie, a die falls yeah. onto the table. Yeah. Five. Which is Abed. Abed. Abed has to go get the pizza. Yeah. Uh, and, the pizza uh, has arrived and Abed has to go pick it up. Does he make a comment when he leaves? I can't remember. I feel like he does. Oh, he says, everyone give me money. Yes. For a tip, is it right? Or, or to buy well, the pizza. Well, before that, um, uh, uh, what? <laughs> Abed says, everyone give me money. Before that, Pierce mentions having sex with Eartha Kitt in an airplane bathroom. Of course. Which is interrupted. He's always but, uh, mentioning Eartha Kitt. It's interrupted, but he still gets there. Yeah. Pierce still makes it happen. Someone, there is a bit of an interruption, but Pierce still gets there mm-hmm. uh, to let us all know he had sex with Eartha Kitt in an airplane bathroom. Um, then Abed asks for money, which uh, uh, Jeff says, oh, this kind of softens your character. <laughs> we learn a little something about Abed here. Uh, you know, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but I get the feeling no one else would have asked for money if they had gone down to get the pizza. No. Yeah. It's a very I, Abed I, thing. I think it's a tip, right? I'm, I'm assuming. No, I think he's asking for money to pay for the pizza. To pay for the pizza. Huh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Roxanne starts to play. Yep. Jeff, Britta tries to sing along. Jeff sits down. She goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy looks at Britta's butt as she's walking away. I did not catch that. Oh, he certainly does. And smiles, which Jeff sees and is not does not like. <laughs> Jeff sees and frowns. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeff sees and, <laughs> Jeff sees and says, I'm going to get a drink. Oh. Which is anytime Jeff faces a little stress, yeah. Whether it's uh, and I, 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 it's kind of it's it's kind of a shitty. I mean, it's just, I get we, it, we can't judge someone for how they feel, but it's this is kind of a shitty impulse from Jeff. I feel in that he does like he sees Troy as a lesser version of himself. He sees Troy as a kid, yeah. And it, it, it and in some way, it is offensive to him that Troy is looking at quote unquote his woman. Do you really think Jeff thinks of Britta as his woman? Not, not, uh. Not in any situation except for one like this. Okay. But I think when it comes to something like this, he does. Do you think it's in that same way where when because uh, it's, 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 it's Annie was going out with Vaughn yes. and it was it was weird because Britta had been there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. And I think it's weird because it's specifically it's Jeff doesn't like to think of Troy as being on the same level as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dating the same, literally the same woman. Mm. So that's upsetting Jeff. He says, yeah. "I'm gonna get a drink." Stands up, hits his head on the fan. Um, Jeff and Annie go into the kitchen mm-hmm. Annie, to look at the head wound. Yep. Um, uh, they, uh, and the, here we get uh, some intercut scenes uh, with Jeff and Annie talking in the kitchen. Uh, and well, and there's a great there's a great uh, line here. Britta comes out of the bathroom, smells the air, and says, yeah. "This is what I remember." What she says, but Shirley's response to it is, "Someone wants pie." Yes, <laughs> which is what gets Shirley out of the kitchen. <laughs> like she's some yeah. kind of pie superhero, yeah. and whenever well, someone so smells the air, because uh, f- for a while the study group, uh, this is backstory. We know the study group has been deliberately not eating her baking. Yeah. Her baking has been a crutch. Uh, Jeff wants, Jeff to wants to shut it down. Shut it down. So for someone to actually want to eat something she has baked is very exciting to her. Yeah. Um, so she runs off to give pie to Britta. Yeah. Uh, and we get little uh, intercut scenes of uh, Britta and Shirley talking while also Jeff and Annie talk. Look, let's do the Britta Shirley and then the Jeff yeah. Annie. Uh, so Britta, she's high as shit. She yeah. wants pie because she's high. She, she eats the pie. She says, just tastes just like a regular size pie. Because they're mini pies. <laughs> and Shirley is so excited about yeah. that comment. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I did it. But then things come crashing down. For the yeah. Team. Because she says, in, oh. a, in a marijuana days, yeah. Britta reveals that she was not supposed to eat the pie. Um, they had, in fact, made an agreement not to eat the pie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she's cards, cards on, the, on table. the table. I'm super high. <laughs> Which there's a deleted scene mm-hmm. uh, on the on the DVD for, for this moment yes. where... Um, uh, Britta actually makes a pun here mm-hmm. and she she eats the pie and she says I, oh I'm so baked or something yeah. about baked yeah, and, and she's I, like she says, I'm baked as well yeah yes <laughs> and uh and then her her in the deleted scene what she says to Shirley is come on I'm never this good <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh which that's interesting do you think uh I mean even uh, I don't know if we can even take a deleted scene as, as semi-canonical but do you think Britta thinks that by getting high she becomes a better person or do you think that just re- alleviates some kind of stress for well, her? Well, this storyline is not canonical. We should mention as well. This well, is sure. A, this That's is what I'm a, saying. This uh, is an Earth a deleted, story. a deleted Earth Two yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the cutting room floor. But do you? I mean, someone thought it at some point. Yeah, I do think it, it is. It is kind of revealing of the character. In a mm. way. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I also looking at my notes now. I forget. There's actually three scenes going at once here. Uh, and I'm getting a weird. Oh, bit you're of, right. I'm getting a weird bit of deja vu. I feel like I've, I've actually talked about this third scene before. Uh, does but... it remind you of something your dad used to say to you? What? We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Troy and Pierce are talking. Yeah, they're talking. They're, they're having a little bit of real talk. There's a yeah, where Troy is uh, saying that he actually looks up to Pierce and he's thankful for his time he spent living in Pierce's mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pierce says, uh, you know what, I, I, I don't want to give you this present anymore. Let me get you something better. Yeah. Because he feels bad because, uh, as what we'll learn in a second, is in the presence of, of course, Torg the troll. Yep. Um, so he makes an offer. He says, uh, uh, and this is all going on. So actually, let's just wrap up Jeff, or Je- Britta and Shirley. I was done with them. But for the so Shirley gets very mad is yeah. the point when she finds out that Britta is high and she calls uh, oh, her a oh, godless I, hippie skank. Oh, I thought I wrote that down. That's such a great, that's such a great line. And this is also where I think Shirley's an interesting character, where I think she is genuinely kind of a bitch to to people. Now, granted, she has a right to be mad because they they because of the whole pie dilemma. Yeah. But th- I mean, let's face it: even if it wasn't for this pie thing, she still would have called her something like a godless hippie skank for smoking a little yeah. marijuana. She's called her less is, for, or she's called her more for less. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. say. And at which point, like you, if <laughs> you wouldn't want to be friends with that person. Uh, 
And I, I can no. see why Britta would genuinely dislike Shirley. Yeah. Um, so so we get a bit of that in this scene. Uh, let's talk about Troy and Pierce now. Mm-hmm. So they, they have their heart-to-heart. Yeah. Pierce is saying, uh, let me do something else instead of this present. I'll get you. Uh, and the, the levels here goes a water pick is mm. his first offer. His next up offer is a jet ski. And then his third and seemingly best offer in his mind is two water picks. Now, do you think he's offering that to Troy as in two water picks to use for himself or that he, he should get someone to share that second water pick with? That's interesting. Do you, do you think he's offering it in the sense that he knows that Troy eventually wants to have someone to share a water pick with? <laughs> or do you think that Troy would like the idea of having two so you can do top bottom or both think, sides at once? I think it's the second thing. I think he I think he thinks Troy would like the idea of having two. Okay. Or just in a panic, he's thinking, uh, what's better than one water pick? Uh, two water picks. Okay. Yeah. Do you think if, if he went up to a fourth level, it would be two jet, jet skis? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, so then we have uh, Jeff and Annie in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, oh, at the end of Troy and Pierce, the president is tossed out of the hands, revealing Tor Patrol. Yeah, and it hits an NES cartridge. Yeah, it's an NES cartridge. Which is I was concerning. very concerned about that cartridge. Face down, so we don't know what game it was. Nope. They've got NES cartridges and N64 cartridges co-mingling on the TV stand. I mean, that checks out for me. Yeah, I mean, look at I, my TV stand also has that, so mm-hmm. <laughs> who's to dispute that? So Jeff and Annie are talking in the kitchen. She is using her nurse skills to uh, heal his head wound. Yeah, at this point, she's still kind of a nursing major. Yeah. Um, and he, he says, you're quite the little nurse, uh, which is sort of, uh, not condescending. What's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I mean, it is a form of talking down to her, Yeah. but in a way, uh, it's recognizing her for a single skill in a sense. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's called. But she likes it. Of course. It's clearly working on her. Yeah. And she kind of this leading like this is kind of part of why she's attracted to Jeff. Yeah, is that uh, he validates what she wants to be. Yeah, she wants to be recognized, and she in the way that he kind of says you're you're quite the little nurse, like kind of slightly putting her down like that. Yeah, he assumes kind of a fatherly role, mm-hmm. which she, she she finds comforting. Maybe doesn't consciously think about why she finds it comforting. Yeah, but she does, which leads them to a kiss. So they kiss, and then they stop kissing. Mm-hmm. For Annie to say, oh, it's just, you know, when you said that thing, it just you reminded said, me of my dad. Well, Annie says, oh, I just had I just had deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> Much like I had when thinking about the Troy and Pierce scene. Lots of deja vu. Um, it says, you reminded me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jeff says, hey, quick makeout tip. Don't talk <laughs> about your dad. And also maybe lay off the bubblegum lip gloss, <laughs> which she finds very offensive and walks away. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, she walks out to see, this is where it all comes to a head. This is when we see Torg reveal. Mm. We can get godless hippie skank. Yeah. Um, Troy calls Pierce a sad, twisted old man. I hope you die alone. Uh, and Abed walks in with a pizza. And Abed says... Uh, ho- <laughs> he mentions that there are other timelines. Yeah. And he says he hopes this is the real timeline because he just found a nickel. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, do you think Abed leaving is, is, uh, is like a symbol of... Because he's kind of unaffected by, uh, you know, by anyone in the group in a sense. Yes. He, he's so connected to his references. Mm-hmm. And in a way, he thrives. He finds a nickel. Like he, I yeah. mean, it's a little thing, but it is this sort of token of success to him. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I think, um, I don't know, I think this, maybe this is kind of, maybe this wasn't, we, we can argue over whether this was intentional or not, but I think this kind of is foreshadowing to, uh, spoiler alarm, because someone actually is listening to these in order of episodes we saw on Twitter. Someone is yeah. listening to the Shut Up Leonard from season one on. I but thought, I, I thought someone might. But I don't think she has not seen the series before. No, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. I think my point still stands. Sure. But uh, and season, I think this is kind of foreshadowing of season six, which is that 
Abed kind of does need to leave the study group to to fly off on his own and and, and mm. find that nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, get that on a shirt, why don't you? <laughs> a, a, a darker shade is that uh, when Abed leaves, it's 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 not so great for for everyone else. Mm. Um, but and then in that same way, it's it's a. Uh, maybe maybe this situation is like less fun perhaps mm-hmm. everyone gets a it's little serious well, what i think what I happens know. is this i think it's common to all to all three of the interactions we get in here it's people revealing the truth yeah it's britta revealing that she's high and that they had a pie promise mm-hmm. it's uh troy revealing that he does respect pierce and pierce revealing that he bought him a shitty present mm-hmm. or gave him a shitty but he didn't buy the troll he had it already uh, and and Jeff and Annie revealing their feelings for each other, and the kind of revealing meaning of what those feelings yeah, are yeah, about. Yeah. And I, I think what this kind of says is they they be they're sensitive around Abed because mm, they know Abed yeah. is touched, and so they try to for Abed they try to present their best face, yeah, and and not reveal some of the maybe darker stuff that's inside them. Mm-hmm. And when Abed leaves. They're more free to be themselves, I, I even and we think, see all the ramifications of that. Think uh, it's not just because, as you say, he's touched, but but <laughs> it's he's had darkness. Yes, his his mother is gone. Yeah. and started off a new family. A new family yeah, and that's his that's, dad has ideas about his future that are not the same as his ideas. Yeah, which so, they dropped. By the way, we we, we we getting with that now? They completely dropped that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not bothered. I'm okay with it. I'm just. I just. I mean, he. I would like he had to go on to Glee. He's clearly not working at the falafel restaurant anymore. Who? Abed. Abed. Nah, he's good. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll be like we'll we'll find later on that there was an email that it, the the screen stopped on and it said Abed's dad's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, Abed's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he did have a name. Mis- Mr. Nadir. I don't remember what his first name was. I believe I'm sorry. he did, but I don't remember it either. Ik- Iqbal. That's the actor. Yeah. that's what I-, I was trying to remember his last name, but I couldn't get it. I think it has a, starts with a T. Yeah, I think it starts with a T-H even. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's it. That, that wraps up the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, plugs? Not a party. What it is, soul brother. <laughs> I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. We like community. We do. Today we're talking about my favorite episode of all time, Remedial... Say it with me. Remedial Remedial Chaos Theory, which is either episode three or four, depending on who you ask. Who knows? Which could be the director, Jeff Melman, or the writer, (laughs) Chris McKenna. Uh, Thanks to Alex Moschino at Slidefree.com. So a die is falling from the sky. Yeah. Does not make contact with the table. In a crazy move, Abed catches it. Yeah. Because he sees the scheme. Yes. They had been tossing... They had th- Jeff had thrown the dice to decide who has to go downstairs to pick up a pizza that is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Abed sees that the rest of them did not is that there are six sides to a die and seven members of the study group. Well, also, I think I think Abed's primary concern was the was he'd mentioned that by rolling that die, you're making six separate timelines. Yes. Uh, and perhaps even counting this, this, this one, seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, so he stops the die. He stops it. He gives a, a winger speech. Yeah. About how chaos rules enough of our lives. Mm. Uh, we, we need to think about the things we can depend on. Yeah. We're, we're in this ocean of chaos on a raft, and we need to focus on the thing that's holding it together. Ropes? Which, vines? 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 Let him finish. Let him finish. Oh, Britta. Oh, <laughs> lovely Britta. <laughs> and I like the... the uh, in, in Community, mm-hmm. when they have a character do a let him finish. Yeah. Uh, that just came up in a season six episode, and I yeah. liked that joke a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they 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 did twists on that very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, "Now the things are we can depend on are uh, Shirley will always be kind. Mm-hmm. Annie Annie will be driven. Annie will be driven. Shirley will be giving. Giving. Sorry, Pierce 
won't apologize. Yep. Britta's sort of a wild card. Yep. And Jeff is a conniving son of a bitch. <laughs> no, right. nothing for Troy. Nothing for Troy. I mean, he, he's probably got too much too much feels, you know. Yeah, that's true. So everyone is a little shocked that Abed has seemingly out of nowhere called Jeff a conniving son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but that's then he explains Abed explains that hey, he's got this. Jeff had going. found a way to not go get pizza. Yes. Uh, which Jeff smiles like a like a shithead. <laughs> he smiles like 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 a- at the AI end of a stinker. <laughs> at the end of a con man scheme. Yeah. Like, I did it, guys. <laughs> I got you. So they all boo him and decide that he should go get the pizza. Yeah. I have written something here, and I honestly don't remember why. I mean, I remember who said it, but What's I don't remember. <laughs> Pierce, uh, he's telling someone to look something up. He says Encarta. It. Oh, I wrote that down. Too. Why did Pierce say that? Well, because they're they're all yelling at Jeff yeah. after he, his scheme is revealed, and, mm. and they they're saying boo and everything. And Pierce says, "Come on, Jeff, it's called friendship. Look it up, Encarta it." <laughs> now, did you interact with Encarta? It was a sure. it was a computer program. Yeah, uh, an, uh, an encyclopedia. Program. Yeah. Sure uh, I did. That's an elementary school staple in my day. Did you spend many hours on it? Nah. I did. Nerd. Did you find the game? What was the game? Oh, man. This game was so great. I wish someone would remake it and I could play it right now. <laughs> I swear it's to you. probably online somewhere. I've looked. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. It's a, I don't remember what it's called right now, but in, in the Encarta 98, I believe, yeah. was what was the big one. Um, there was a, a, a kind of a game where you were walking through like a dungeon or a castle mm-hmm. And uh, on certain squares, you would have to answer questions hmm. to move on. Hmm. And I can't remember if it's like, oh, you missed so many. But it was like, it was, it, it's, it felt like an in-depth RPG game, except huh. you were answering, answering Encarta trivia questions. Huh. And so, like, there's, I have a weird base knowledge just from that. <laughs> but the crazy thing, the whole game was themed on, like, medieval castles. So, like, huh. characters you would run into were, like, the Jester and yeah. the Knights and the whatever. And uh, you would go from level, like the levels would be literal levels. You'd go, you'd find, find the stairwell in each room mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know like where the walls were. Like you were kind of blind except for the squares around you. Okay. So you would walk through the squares having to answer the question. You were trying to find the shortest path to the end. Huh, like so Minesweeper kind of. Yeah, but it was more about answering the questions yeah. and not knowing what was going to pop up on every square you stepped on. Yeah. And it was, it was so much fun. And huh. I tried to find it a couple, <laughs> like maybe two years ago and people, people were like, it's, you can't. There was no way for them to like just import it out of the game, out of the disc. Yeah, it was so tied into the whole Encarta thing. Yeah, and Encarta, of course, doesn't run on like modern computers. Yeah, so uh, someone would have to start from the ground up to remake it, and I don't believe anyone has yet. That's a shame. Uh, but it was so great. I even like remember the music. Like the whole <laughs> thing is so great. All right. This so, was like this was what I did pre-internet. Listen, like this I is... appreciate that this meant a lot to you. But I don't know what you want me to do with the information. I want the listener. Okay. <laughs> those out there who remember Encarta, who remember this game, yeah. have this moment. I just don't know how we move back to community. I've got nothing in my tank. Eartha Kit. Well, yeah. Well, here, well here's what happens. So yeah. Jeff stands up, hits the fan mm-hmm. to go get the pizza. No, everyone laughs at him. They're all enjoying his pain. Mm-hmm. Um, he leaves, and then Troy says, well, that guy sucks more than a toilet in an airplane bathroom. Yeah. To which Pierce says, airplane bathroom. And then Shirley says, I'm going to go get my pie. I says, oh, my pies, and goes to get her pies that are baking. And Pierce uh, thinks better of it and does not mention yeah. that he had sex with other kid in an airplane bathroom. Which like he did in the last episode. With Professor Kane. Yeah. Um, even and, though he had the perfect opportunity. Yeah, Pierce realizing, even though he has the perfect opportunity, uh, 
It's been said already. He mm-hmm. doesn't need to say it. This is mirroring something I said on the most recent episode of Benview on Spielberg, which is not out until next week. Jesus Christ. If something should be in a thing you're saying or in a movie, it needs to meet two criteria. It needs to be good, and it needs to be necessary. Even if it's good, you still got to cut it out if it's not necessary. Hmm. So here, Pierce has learned that lesson of filmmaking in life, which is that even if he's got a good setup, he doesn't have a necessary setup to tell everyone that he had sex with Arthur Kitt in an airplane bathroom. And so uh, Britta, uh, she plugs her iPod in and, and plays Roxanne. And everyone starts singing. Yeah, everyone starts dancing. Yeah. Dancing and singing. Uh, Pierce even, he throws away his gift. Yes, Pierce throws away. He, he's just realizing, you know what? Everyone's having a good time. I don't need to bring it down with the Torg. Yeah. Which is what we know is in there. Because mm-hmm. we're smart. Uh, now, here's something that I just thought. I, I remembered when I was watching it, and I just thought of it again. Because mm-hmm. uh, So... Britta puts an iPod into the, the player, her sure. own iPod. Yeah. Uh, but as we know... Uh, in, she will not get an iPod Nano for another few years. Yeah, but this is not a Nano. This is a, some kind of a classic, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you think of that? Does she, she put it she, in the iPod, or does she just hit play? That's what I'm going to counter to you. I, I remember visually seeing her place it in. She puts an iPod into does the dock. Does that necessarily mean it is her iPod? That's, I knew you were going to say that, and I don't know. But why would she, I mean, unless she was looking through for what song to play, yeah. I guess. If, if uh, I've been at a party where that's the kind of a f- familial thing. They'll have an iPod that you, you yeah. can pick your song and then plug it in. Yeah. Perhaps. I think that's what Because think that uh, canonically, a Britta has a Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what she listens <laughs> and I, to. And I, you know, I don't even know why I would bring this up. Yeah. But this episode is canonical. Mm-hmm. I mean, every episode is. Yeah. So it's weird that I'm saying that. But we'll, just to remind you, we this love is to a talk about canonical. how canonical things are, and this episode is canonical. When we're not on the air, we're actually always talking about what's canonical. Yeah, is this canon- canonical? Oftentimes, uh, we'll be having a conversation, mm. and I'll just stop to you and say, "Wait, is this canonical? Yeah, is yeah. this actually part of our lives? I have to confirm, <laughs> or uh, is this just fan fiction? Yeah. Um, Good thing Kay's not here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fun and whimsy. <laughs> Uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour is, of course, what we are referencing there. Check it out. It's good for your ears. Um, so they're all dancing to Roxanne. They're all having a good time. Uh, Pierce throws away the present. And he's saying, this place is great. Um, Troy. Says, you should move here. Yeah. And she just says, mm, and kind of smiles. And yeah. clearly that means something to her. Uh, but she does not say anything. Jeff I, walks in. I think the writing in this episode is so on point. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's so crazy Yeah. how... How they set things up that pay off later. Yeah. In this season. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's so. This, this is. I've been saying. I've been saying it for years, and I did not mean to yell that close to the mic. I almost certainly. Peaked. You've been saying it for almost four years. I've I'd been say. saying it for almost four years. <laughs> season three is the best season of Community, and people don't. People don't. Really, people at the time were making YouTube videos saying how oh Community's jumped the shark and it's too dark and it's not what it used to be. But listen up, dickheads. Season 3 is the best season of Community. And I think that's something we are demonstrating week in and week out right here on Shut Up Leonard. I think even if there was literally a scene much like Happy Days mm-hmm. where someone in Community jumped over a shark, yeah. I would still say Community has not jumped over the shark. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird that came from Happy Days? Yeah. I mean, Arrested Development also had a scene where a, char- where a, a character jumps over a shark and survives. Uh-huh. And it was the same actor. Yeah, that's part of the joke. Jeff comes back with a pizza, 
and he is uh, sort of lightly disgusted at this display. He says, you yeah. see what happens when I leave? I feel like he's also a little baffled. Like, yeah. he just kind of, he's yeah. like, ah, Roxanne. Like, yeah. that's the kind of fun they want to have? Yeah. Uh, so he goes to get a drink. Yes. <laughs> his answer. His answer to everything. Uh, and then on the commentary here, uh, the way that Dan Harmon kind of justifies what, what's going on here is that sometimes the best thing is to have no leader. Yeah. Uh, which Jeff is is kind of, in a sense, the leader of this group. Yeah. Uh, he ties them together. He takes them on journeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives his speeches. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, what, it, although Dan Harmon didn't say this in the commentary, but I, I like to think that, you know, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Yes. And I like to think of that for this scene. Yeah. Because that's, that's honestly what's happening here. And it's, yeah. it's kind of a fun moment. Yeah. It's nice. And it's kind of a nice, excuse me, uh, a little lesson to uh, them all here that they that uh maybe jeff needs to stop being so uh pushy all the time yeah and you know just eat the pies let it be yeah and then jeff eats the pizza in a way uh dan Harmon describes it as oh look he's not eating the crust Mm. to me it seemed like he was pulling shit off of the pizza and eating it yeah i believe that's what he's meaning to say by he's not even eating any of the bread yes yeah do you think that's a character choice or do you think that's joel McHale literally doesn't eat the bread I think that's a character choice. I think I believe that Jeff would not eat any, would not let any carb touch his system. Okay, but the greasy cheese is good. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, uh, there was a he, he turned his back to the camera, and dabbed it with a paper towel, and then turned around <laughs> to do what we see. Uh, do you do that? Who do I know who does that? I don't. I know someone who does that. I will it's, say, it's like one out of one me. out of every one thousand times I eat pizza, if I look at it and it's like crazy greasy, mm. I'll dab it a little bit. But even that's one out of every 1,000 times, and that's only when it's, like, overwhelmingly greasy. Like, that's literally a once every 10 years thing for me. No no dabs. Yeah. That's, that's what they call me at the pizza places. Yeah. Uh, like, and when I say, I mean, you know, I'm 24, I, I do believe I've done that once in my life when I saw an especially greedy pizza, greasy okay. pizza. Do you remember where that pizza came from? Nope. I do recall one time I, I, I had a quarter pounder from uh, the McDonald's that was inside Boomers. The uh, Oh, Boomers. Yeah. My church used to do these things called all nighters, where we would go, we would go and stay at Boomers all night long. They would yeah. keep it open. It was just us privately. Sure. Uh, and we would eat at the McDonald's because there was nowhere else to eat because it was the only place that was inside the Boomers. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the quarter pounder, and literally half of the paper container uh-huh. filled with grease <gasps> that was soaking from this quarter pounder. Oh. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how oh. that much grease got in there. It was one of the most disgusting things oh. I've ever seen in my life. That's terrifying. Yeah. And you ate it. No. Okay. I mean, I, here's the thing. I was super hungry. I took a few bites because I was like, I was hungry and I wanted to eat. Yeah. But I, I couldn't get past more than a few bites. It was so disgusting. Wow. Yeah. That's really something. Um, but that, uh, is there anything else? To, oh, we got the tag for this episode. Which is a kind of weird little yeah. non sequitur. I don't, I mean. Uh, Tr- Troy and I better just watch an uh, Inspector Space Time. Yeah. And then. Uh, Tro- Troy's like, you some, okay? Yeah. Something and Abed's like, no. I guess good. not. Interesting. Yeah. Um, plugs? Uh, yeah, so I do another Plugs. podcast called, Plugs. damn you, Plugs. called Nerds Eye View, Plugs. and uh, every week we review a Plugs. film that's new in theaters. Uh, the last thing that we reviewed Plugs. was Me and Earl and the Dying Plugs. Girl. Uh, that was a, that was a quite a time, I'll Plugs. just say. And uh, the next episode is Plugs. actually um, going to be a weird Plugs. one because I'll be in Plugs. San Diego Comic Con. And so I won't be able to record Plugs. a new episode, but we have Plugs. some uh, banked... Plugs stuff Plugs. some old reviews that Plugs. you've never heard before so you're Plugs. really going to enjoy those go Plugs. check that out anyvpodcast.com 
Uh, my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. Another podcast that I do Pogs. with Matt Benson over there and David Pogs. King is called Pick Your Path. If you go to benvnetwork.com slash PYP, Pogs. you can uh, find it. Pogs. It's a Choose Your Own Adventure style podcast Pogs. where you Pogs. get to make the choices in the Pogs. story. It's a fully written story Pogs. where you get to make the choices. The most Pogs. recent episode is episode three, Pogs. Theme Park Paragon, written Pogs. by David King. Uh, it's pretty great. Pogs. I suggest you check that out. We also have a Pogs. Patreon for Shut Up Leonard, patreon.com slash Shut Up Leonard. We've got a, a bonus episode Plugs. on the feed. If you go Plugs. there and you give us uh, $1, you'll get access Plugs. to the bonus feed. Uh, that first Plugs. bonus episode is about Arrested Development, uh, which, you know, Plugs. check it out. I like it a lot. Plugs. Go. Plugs. Go to BenvyNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on Plugs. there. I'm on a bunch of them, like Plugs. Benson's Boombox, Matt Plugs. and Brenna's Wrestling Show, Plugs. Benview on Spielberg, which will have a Plugs. new episode dropping next week, the Plugs. 15th. It's about E.T., the extraterrestrial. Plugs. It's going to be a controversial Plugs. episode, as guess what, Plugs. fuckers? Plugs. I don't like E.T. So Plugs. if that sounds shocking to you, Plugs. you can hear my justification Plugs. on Benview on Spielberg next week, Plugs. the 15th, on BenviewNetwork.com. Also, I want to reiterate uh, Andrew's claim Plugs. that you should go listen to Pick Your Path. It's a, it's a, it's a really Plugs. unique thing. There's, there's not anything Plugs. else like it on the internet Plugs. at this time and, and i think that's valuable and, and, and it's good writing Plugs. and uh there's Plugs. some great character work in this most Plugs. recent episode which is called theme Plugs. park paragon which you can Plugs. find on bedvnetwork.com slash pyp um Plugs. do stuff for this show Plugs. uh you can follow us on twitter Plugs. at shut up len pod you can uh follow Plugs. me personally on twitter at dr matt benson uh, and you can write Plugs. the show an email at shut up leonard podcast at gmail.com uh rate us Plugs. review us Subscribe Plugs. to us on iTunes. All Plugs. of those things help. They all help Plugs. get the get the brand out there Plugs. because we're all about marketing Plugs. here at Shut Up Leonard. I'm Wolfman Jack. Um, Plugs. And, 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 and go to our Patreon. And uh, I, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Plugs. You got something I wanted to, say? to mention. Uh, Plugs. The, Plugs. So we will be at Plugs. San Diego Comic-Con. We Plugs. have Shut Up Leonard Plugs. stickers. If you're listening to this Plugs. and you find us at the Comic at San Diego Comic-Con, we'll give Plugs. you a sticker. Uh, they're they're limited, so Plugs. you know if if we're out of them, I'm sorry, but Plugs. please go and find us, and we'll give Plugs. you a Shut Up Leonard sticker. Uh, they're pretty great. And Plugs. while we're at San Diego Comic Con, we'll Plugs. be recording a Benview Mega Cast with a bunch Plugs. of other people on the Benview Network Plugs. and uh, guests, and who knows who else Plugs. can show up on the Benview Mega Cast. Uh, you'll find that at the Benview One Offs feed. Uh, if you go to BenviewNetwork.com and look for the Benview One Offs, you'll find them Plugs. right there on the web Plugs. for you to download. Plugs. Google Pylon. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Nerds Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.